We must prepare for the future of transportation. With 160% growth in electric vehicle sales globally despite COVID demonstrate huge opportunity for electric vehicles in the future. With governments influencing the growth and funding of the charging infrastructure, electrifying commercial fleets and promoting renewable energy, this market has become quite lucrative for entrepreneurs. On the other hand, it poses a risk of entering into the relatively new market where there is lot of uncertainty around manufacturing, skilled resources, new inventions and changing policies. Anyone who wants to seize the opportunity and build next unicorn in this sector needs to listen to the experience of those who are building wonderful solutions in this area. Learn what it takes to be an entrepreneur in this profitable but dynamic sector from the e-mobility entrepreneurs themselves. In India, the entire country is looking at EVs as a means of transportation. But Amit and his team decided to focus on retail sector. Let's welcome the electric one ceo and founder who takes on different views within indian and global electric vehicle ecosystem thanks amit thanks a lot for joining on the entrepreneurial mind uh, we really appreciate uh, you sharing a time basically to the novice entrepreneur so that your knowledge can be useful to all people who are trying to build on their ideas so thanks a lot so if you go back to again uh, the e vehicle basically the basic product that is being uh, given so again we are trying to solve the same problem uh, moving from one place to another a to b and uh, uh, there are different ways and again electric vehicles or we had trains or other which were actually driving on electricity so that is not really a different thing but we never get into the automobile uh, uh, to be turned into electric so first question like you know does that sound uh, an end of ice engineera uh, what is your thought uh, what you have seen in the uh, companies like germany and japan and the reason i'm asking because uh, i have seen a uh, big companies like audi and other announcing that you know they will stop manufacturing the ice engine motors and they will basically focus completely on the e vehicles so what is a thought process like how the market is moving in this direction and how does it apply to indian uh, continent like you know how Uh, does it is it same for india it would be different for india see i think back in germany it's more about usability you know energy as a service people mm-hmm. treat uh, uh, you know uh, that battery systems are, are a mode of energy you know and vehicles are just a carrier of those energies uh, you know so they for them utility and uh, luxury are well divided you know into two formats you know uh, wherein uh, i think in india uh, uh, people mix luxury and utility and nice. don't treat energy as a service you know okay. so uh, so there's so there's a lack of awareness in the minds of people about why they want the vehicle, they want a certain vehicle how much kilometer they will be running you know uh, whether this vehicle will uh, be fitting their you know look and feel uh, uh, you know desires or they will be fitting their style element or they will be fitting the utility element you know so these things are quite clubbed here in india so it becomes very difficult for an uh, let's say a manufacturer to create something which has all the things which a consumer needs uh, back in germany it's more about a very clear demarcation of utility or you know style 
or luxury so these are uh, this is one of the differences second i think usability pattern uh, is also uh, uh, you know very different then people worry about uh, you know charging the vehicle putting the vehicle in the right spot you know not overcharging it you know mapping it well taking good care of the vehicles here in india most, mostly people are reckless about uh, vehicles uh, uh, when it comes to chargings you know uh, and that's where i really urge the community and um, uh, the people to also understand that vehicles have to be treated well it's a different format uh, you know it's it's a lighter vehicle uh, it it has a battery system it has connections so the behavior pattern also needs to be upgraded to a certain level then we can get maximum out of this vehicle and and we'll be happy actually because hopefully it's a pocket friendly and environment friendly you know vehicle system so this is my uh, you know perception about things now when we talk about the usability pattern or like the way uh, people are using uh, how how do you think or what what do you think is a need for indian market <coughs> about you know how uh, how these electric vehicles are built what are the pros cons and how uh, how they should be used so is there some training or uh, the education that we should give to the customer uh, so that you know they understand this better and then uh, probably it can help them transition from that ic engine to electric vehicle yeah i think see if we compare traditional engines versus electric vehicles you know the parts are almost one tenth so uh, compared to 3000 parts we have 300 400 parts on the ev okay and the okay. same number of parts do a certain job you know which earlier a petrol engine with so many parts the engine is out of the system you know so as electric one you know from our perspective in our stores at least we have a training program now which helps a consumer understand you know what are the key components what are the critical components you know what to do what not to do how to wash your vehicle because these are electrical circuits you know uh, and uh, and how to charge the batteries you know what is the temperature exposure or rain exposure your vehicle can sustain you know so those kind of small small things will help everybody understand well and uh, you know going forward uh, the vehicles are nothing but an extension of humans you know uh, because uh, they they relate to us well uh, to be specific you know to temperatures to environment you know and and the performance and everything so it becomes uh, very imperative for other you know uh, mediums also to communicate this well to their mass customers we are trying our best we are also collaborating with certain good training companies which has a pictorial you know view of uh, how to use a vehicle and stuff and it will it will evolve over a period of time and i am very sure that as as a country we are very adaptive and very you know forward looking country so i think people will get aligned to uh, ev not being a you know short term vehicle but being really long term vehicle you know we should not treat vehicle as a short term vehicle and it will serve you know maybe for a year or two of savings no it can really go long and long all you need to do is just change the batteries after 3 years because there's no mechanical parts like uh, like engine and all so the entire cost goes out so you know those kind of things will help us uh, you know increase the life cycle of a particular vehicle and also uh, you know uh, give good choice for our own you know usabilities so uh when we talk about you know uh, getting into a new market so this is completely a new market and then we are seeing lot of uh, uncertainty even when i talked with one of the uh, 
in previous podcast they mentioned clearly that you know we'll manufacture this many vehicles first and we'll see how market adopts and then we'll move forward so even uh, entrepreneurs are cautious about getting into the market customers are very cautious about you know buying a e vehicle uh, uh, probably initially during a, a hype they bought it way, uh, immediately but now people are thinking a lot so with such an uncertainty in the market how uh, an entrepreneur who want to drive the business what tips you can give like say uh, three tips that you can give to them that you know uh, what they can they should take care of these three major parts then at least it will help them uh, sail through this uh, part of this ecosystem because once the market gets matured and uh, we see a lot of e vehicles then i think it would be a smoother experience compared to what it is for entrepreneurs today so you're talking about entrepreneurs who want to get into electric mobility field and start something of their own uh, some advice uh, for them yeah exactly so okay so i think see uh, uh, it uh, i met somebody uh, from the industry a uh, very uh, you know old veteran in the automobile industry and he is a biker himself he recently uh, you know drove to ladakh in his uh, motorcycle you know and something which gives him a very strong perspective about his industry you know uh, when we are also hiring in our teams you know we really ask whether you are you can drive a two wheeler or not have you driven you know what are the things uh, you know he 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 feels as as a user you know so if somebody is getting into electric mobility field uh, i also asked in a forum you know, that how many of uh, you know let's say the audience have driven an electric scooter or a motorcycle hardly i could see 2 to 2 to 3% people you know raising hands out of 400 500 you know and that's the difference i think first if anybody wants to come to electric mobility field they should experience ev themselves whether it is four wheeler two wheeler you know or three wheeler whatever it is you know if they are really aligned and passionate about changing you know not the complete ecosystem but even a small incremental you know change which they can bring either in the form of product or maybe in a charging ecosystem or and you know maybe an iot connected uh, you know mobility solutions or in terms of maybe you know uh, enhancing the overall product efficiencies you know there are very there are many and very very you know strong verticals which anybody can focus right now particularly when we are in the very you know initial stages of ev it's the right time for you know anybody to plunge in and you know get this ecosystem uh, you know infused with more better mindset uh, which is much needed uh, because it's not traditional automobile industry it's a different new industry altogether so there is scope for everybody to come you know at this point of time and uh, you know they should experience uh, the ecosystem in which they want to come they should experience the segment in which they want to come that's my first and strong you know uh, point the second part i'll say you know uh, let's not start something for the start sake of starting i've been living uh, with the dream to start you know since my early days so starting or entrepreneurship is something which is the only way you know i think my career uh, my 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 passion you know something which is inbuilt and nobody is forcing me to do something which i'm not doing so it has to come from within you know that whether you really want to start something and if you really want to start something what are the skills or traits you know which somebody needs to acquire over a period of years you know which is aligned to team members which is aligned to the audience so i think this is my second uh, you know suggestion third suggestion will be more about understanding of a global you know parameters you know how uh, this ecosystem is growing because india is a late entry you know there china or germany or japan or other developed countries of the world 
have already uh, you know started ev revolution maybe 8 years 10 years back you know and so that means we need to have the right set of practices the right set of exposure which we can bring into table maybe a learning not copying something but maybe a good learning for us to improve something improvise something here on so I, i'll say the third most important suggestion from my side will be you know uh, getting into a traveling mode and experiencing uh, global trends you know, to, to benchmark better yeah definitely we have some some reference available in these other countries we should take uh, you know take help of that to build something over here next thing i was very curious about was like you know build versus buy uh, i have seen lot of uh, manufacturers talking that you know our batteries are built within india they are very sustainable within the indian uh, temperatures or other parameters and uh, they uh, highly pitch their vehicles based on that so that is probably the one point they always highlight uh, so what is your thought like you know what is the best opportunity whether it's a build or uh, buy from others assemble it here and sell it see i think uh, 99% of the economy in india is is an assembly economy now in the ev space okay mm-hmm. uh, we source uh, kits or parts from other countries and we assemble in india and uh, uh, what we need to really take care that's there's nothing wrong in that because the budget of a company from where they are sourcing may be you know uh, huge because they're exporting a lot across the globe so product parameters are good you know uh, and there are many other examples in other industries also you know wherein we are taking care of uh, you know assembly and india basically is a trading economy you know since ancient days so uh, very innovative also to a certain extent but mostly you know the trade uh, is a lifeline uh, and india will play a very strategic role um, in the global economy from you know trading perspective also particularly the consumer base across the globe is huge uh, so uh, i think from that perspective and having seen this industry closely from the innovation perspective also which is i'm not very happy to be honest on the innovation perspective which has happened in india and the research and development in this arena you know in uh, this particular segment so i think uh, if somebody wants uh, if, if, uh, if somebody is doing the business i think testing parameters are more important now uh, it doesn't matter whether they are doing assembly or they are creating something ground up what matters is that for an for an end consumer you know uh, whether the product is ready or not and that will come through right testing and uh, validation parameters homologation parameters so really somebody should spend more time on the testing validation and research uh, if somebody is claiming that they are producing batteries in india or motors in india controllers in india i'll i'll, I'll say that they are saying wrong things you know <laughs> from the industry <laughs> like long way to go you know uh, from here on uh, to develop something really indigenous i know a friend of mine uh, based in germany they are building solid state lithium ion inorganic batteries you know oh. that means uh, the, there is no internal resistance so that means the battery life goes for you know almost 30000 cycles which is you know 50 times greater than what it is right now and uh, there is no uh, the organic chemistry changes to inorganic that means there is no fire you know but it took almost 30 years for him to develop such chemistry you know and and still the prototyping is going on you know and when i asked him he told me well couple of more years and still uh, uh, left uh, doing some more testing validation after 30 years and then we'll go into series production so that shows a kind of dedication you know which he, which uh, people put across the globe uh, you know in research and development of something more disruptive 
and let's not be in a hurry to put something in the market commercialize it it will not last long you know exactly. um, uh, something which is built with passion and logic and science will last long so uh, if somebody is really you know in passionate about this you know and he should portray what he is doing in the right format we are retailers so we sell you know almost 10000 15000 vehicles a year so we know you know which vehicle is good which vehicle is bad you know but also important for us to position the right image of the vehicle to the end consumer you know so that's that's what is keeping us uh, you know uh, more uh, alive and more happy in the field uh, if somebody wants to really come in this field he should also be true to himself what he is trying to do and whatever he is trying to do um, you know uh, that's okay that's, that's it's not a crime you know to import or assemble or uh, but i think importing the right quality and getting the right set of batteries here in india and also uh, right testing and validation you know spending time and money on that and infusing or arranging the right set of capital for us for the product to be ready and for the market uh, are, are some of the key key you know essentials of the business right and uh, how important is uh, government support because uh, i have seen at least in india there there's a lot of support but uh, how did you see like you know uh, in the companies like germany uh, sorry countries like germany or japan uh, how is the government support to that industry and uh, how much it matters basically for the growth of the industry i not say against government because i have to stay in india uh, so i need to <laughs> diplomatically correct here okay <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know my advice to uh, indian government will be you know that you know they should create a a strong implementation committee you know something which brings things easier or accessible for a normal entrepreneur also to right. to take advantage of the government policies infrastructure and you know subsidies in place uh, you know it's it's too difficult to steer through uh, these policies and take real advantage of it you know uh, it if they are not able to do it alone because uh, it's a different format they should look forward to a public private partnership you know right. uh, so, so that the aspect which is called ease of business you know right. uh, easily accessible to uh, end entrepreneur and who is getting to this business and while the government is taking care of the bigger policies you know uh, bigger policies Uh, so my advice to government will be to follow a ppp model which is followed against uh, which is followed again in the across the globe you know uh, to to propel ease of business uh, in the segment and still a long way to go from implementation perspective we have to build scz you know which which has uh, which supports you know manufacturing which supports innovation and uh, i could not see scz uh, of uh, such huge you know uh, Uh, vision of uh, mindset or parameters or uh, even nearby so let's create one prototype scz and ask all the manufacturers or assemblers to come and they will be happy participate there because the cost of producing will be reduced a lot you know and the cost of testing will go down a lot this ecosystem can go strong with collaboration no not stand alone if as a industry you know everybody uh, you know come together and they follow a common scz model with common facilities you know this will be a differentiating factor for india as a economy you know uh, right now what is happening is that you know everybody is fighting their own battles of sourcing of marketing you know of producing assembly importing 
and they're not going to help. They should be common import facilities, they should be common battery sourcing facilities, they should be common testing facilities. And then depends upon the marketing, you know, there's nothing wrong with Yamaha, or Suzuki or Honda, but Honda sells, something clicks for them. You know, so, so I think there are more skills uh, which Indians can bring to table than just the product also. So this is my uh, small understanding about the subject related to government of India. Understand, like just subsidizing the vehicles will not help. Uh, the business has to be made easier for entrepreneurs so that they can build a lot around this market. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, probably last question. It's all about environment, right? Uh, many people claim that it's an environment friendly. And then I have seen people asking the question, Okay, but then uh, our electricity that MSAB provides or any electricity board provides is again coming. So major source of the energy for India is still coal, uh, which is uh, uh, which is not a conventional source of energy. I mean, it is a conventional source of energy. So how mm. how do you think that you know how electricity vehicles are going to contribute to the environment? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, how if a customer who is buying an electric vehicle how he gets convinced that you know i'm really contributing if not 100 percent at least to some extent to the environment by using these vehicles i think you're right see the mode of production of the vehicle has to be also you know uh, from the clean mobility you know it has to be renewable sources of energies you know which should produce things which which makes us more you know complete when we talk about the cycle entire cycle of you know from uh, energy source to production to recycling you know it has to be complete in nature right now uh, as an economy uh, maybe our dependencies on renewable sources of energies you know is not more than 10 percent i think so going forward i think uh, if it if we increase this perspective of solar you know a way of charging and you know other uh, other clean modes of you know so energies that will be a true contribution to uh, environment. And, you know, having said that, even usage of vehicle, you know, right now, if you see Delhi is one of the most polluted, you know, cities in the world, you know, at least in two wheelers across India contributes humongously in, in that aspect of pollution, because, you know, <clears throat> there are almost five crores two wheelers which are sold each year. So, you know, in the, so that means uh, so much pollution. So I think uh, uh, from that perspective, also switching to electric, you know, at least from the emission perspective will contribute uh, quite a lot you know uh, to environment that's a first step uh, which we are taking which is a positive step so you know we should appreciate this uh, at least uh, and uh, rest depends on how our economy grows and how much energy you know uh, you know segmentation or target energy sourcing or development happens you know these are quite bigger policies <coughs> which i don't have any parameter to say because I'm not the Prime Minister of India. <laughs> so which uh, other uh, guys uh, in the market, <coughs> in the industry experts can probably comment. But what I can say that with EV, uh, the pollution levels will go down. That's quite positive sign. Yeah, I think uh, that's all I had for today. But uh, any last minute tips or uh, uh, advice that you would like to offer to this list or listeners? Well, I think, uh, <clears throat> thank you so much for giving this opportunity. I'll say again to urge uh, and look forward to uh, own passion to start mm -hmm. something. And electric mobility is a strong field, uh, very good opportunities ahead. So anybody who wants to get into this, get full exposure. 
uh, you know, I'm more than happy to support anybody who wants to reach us directly, talk to them and cont contribute in the ecosystem. And uh, yeah, let's do more events like this. You know, we can talk again and we can discuss more things. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for being on the podcast and we really appreciate your time and your enthusiasm to share your knowledge with all other people. So thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. As a phenomenal expert on the electric vehicle ecosystem, Amit has brought to light an important point about usability of electric vehicles and awareness among the users. Moreover, he advised new entrepreneurs to understand global parameters since India is a late entrant and being an assembly ecosystem, we can focus more on testing and validation for our environment rather than building everything from scratch. As this is the last episode of the season, I hope you learned something from this Entrepreneur Mind series and uh, from the experience of the entrepreneurs who talked with us in this entire series. We would love to get back to you soon with more adventures. Until then, keep listening, keep learning.